Hello, hello there. My name is Marie. I'm with my co-host Corey, and we are the Real Guys. And this is the Real Show with two E's. We've got a packed show for you today, and we are your number one platform on the airwaves and YouTube for pop culture, film, and television discussion. As always, I'm accompanied by my co-host Corey. How are you doing today, Corey? I'm doing very well, thank you. Very good. Uh, we're on YouTube at the Real Show, and on Instagram at the Real Show FM, and on Twitter at the Real Show FM as well. Follow us like us we do stuff on there sometimes we're also at google apple and spotify and all your places you get your podcast you can listen to us wherever we'll always be, be in your ear you will never get rid of us so what we're going to be talking about today is we're going to be uh, taking it to an animated sequel we've already done the first film we're coming back we're doing the sequel what are we doing the sequel to corey we are doing shrek 2 shrek 2 from 2004 yes that's right it's shrek tiktok it's shrek o'clock i was we're... four years old when this came out were you? Wow, yeah. me too. Me too. We'll be seeing how it compares to the original, yes. uh, the first Shrek. We'll be looking forward to the sequels. Uh, we'll be doing them perhaps in the future. I do um, have uh, our real ratings from the yes, first Shrek Yes, we also episode. have our, our real ratings as well. Yes, that's right. And we have a weekly rec. Yes, we do. For you. I think it's mine this week. Yes. It is good. I have something prepared. It is yours. Good. I'm glad about that. Um... Now let's just uh, let's talk about um, we'll, we'll do a bit of free form. We won't go so much in the plot. Yeah. We'll see what we see what we can talk about. Uh, the first thing, um, the the man who wrote the original book uh, for Shrek, William Steig, or Steig, unfortunately um, he died during the production of this film. So the movie's dedicated to him, which is nice. That's very nice. Bit of early trivia for you there. So we're going to Shrek with Shrek Two. We take it back to. We take it back to the uh, the land, the fancy land where Shrek is set, and we have the same storybook opening as the first film. Yeah, I like that. I like the good good storybook opening. Mhm, mhm. Then, then we take it to uh, obviously Shrek and Fiona. We recap the first film. Uh, this time, it's told from Prince Charming's perspective, who's a new character. It in is. This film. And arguably, at least for me, the better villain out of him and Farquaad. <laughs> Oh yeah! Oh, obviously! Oh god! Yeah, very Farquaad's very one though. I thought. Yeah. At least Prince Charming has something kind of. Yeah, he's much more, much more of a, of a compelling villain. Because you can really hate it. You can really hate yeah, you it. Yeah, He's really the the brat kid kind of villain. Like, oh, I, I, I'm the, I'm the most handsome man. <laughs> Whereas Lord Farquaad's like, oh, he wants to marry the ogre. <laughs> Lord Farquaad's very, very um, a bit stale bread, whereas, yeah. uh, whereas Prince Charming's much more, much more compelling, I think, in his villainy. So, and and obviously the better villain of them both is Fairy Godmother. <laughs> and I've got to say, no, no, I've got to say, I've got to give credit okay. to yeah. um, to Jennifer Saunders on this one. Mm. Not only does she do all her own songs, which is great, true, but I think she really plays, she really plays it up, and she really goes ham. And I appreciate that. So I li- I, I like Fairy Godmother. I think I think she's my favorite. No, wait, maybe she's my favorite. I think my favorite villain in Shrek is yet to come. So, but Fairy Godmother okay. is okay. is up there. And that's what they do in Shrek. They take the the, the story t- the fairy tale characters and they put a twist on them because that's yeah that's what Shrek always sort of does. Yeah, I mean, so, we mentioned this in the first one, obviously, and like the ogres and all that sort of stuff. In this one, you get Puss in Boots. Puss in Boots is here. Oh, yeah, the arrival of Puss in Boots, who has his own film. He does have his own film. We might review that. We might review Puss in Boots. He's, he's very Zorro-like. He carves his yes. name into trees. 
Yeah, he does. He does. It's Antonio Banderas. It's a very um, good job. Very yeah, good job. Yeah, incredible, incredible. So good, so good. But I think he still plays Puss in Boots in every other language version. You know what? It wouldn't surprise me. Because Antonio Banderas is obviously very, um, very worldly traveled man who knows a lot of languages. Yeah. Uh, I think he's st- like I think there's like the Spanish or Italian versions, or, or, or probably both of them. Antonio Banderas still is Puss in Boots, <laughs> which is which is uh, awesome. So. Uh, we have that donkey's back as well. Yes. I think Don- donkey's much better in this film. I oh, he is. Say. Yeah. He's really good with his aside. Some th- there was much more laughs in this film, I think, for me. Yeah, but he's he's got someone to bounce off of now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's got he's got a relationship with Shrek. They're the buddy is there. They get along uh, most of the time, and there's a lot more back and forth between them in the first film. Hmm. The first film, it's more just you know, donkey has an antic by himself. Then he has yeah. antic with Shrek, but in this film it's a lot more Shrek and Donkey. That's where the that's where their uh, pairing comes into comes into its own. Yeah, well, the first one is more about like Donkey and Shrek are actually aren't really friends in the first one for most of it. No, it, it's them trying to figure out how how they work together and what happens. Whereas yeah, now Donkey's very yeah. Now they're fine, so now they can joke about and do whatever. Yeah, true, true. Um, I've got to say, Donkey Donkey's a bit of a glutton for punishment in this film because everybody hates it. Yeah, everybody's like, "Oh, don- donkey, you're useless!" <laughs> oh, I dare you, donkey. You know, there's the Shrek. There's the Shrek <laughs> Always going to come through. Is that Shrek impression? Everybody is. Um, I think I mentioned in the first of you, you can summon your Shrek impression by saying the word donkey. Yeah, I think you did mention the first donkey. One. Donkey, you're the, you're useless, donkey. You're just a donkey. You know. Um, so he, yeah, he's, he's, everyone's already everyone's wailing on donkey. Everyone's saying, oh, you're so useless, star, donkey, blah, blah, blah. But he, he, he comes into his own in this film. He really has some great laughs. Eddie Murphy is great. Mm. The whole horse thing is just... I love the horse thing. Phenomenal. <laughs> I love the horse thing as well. <laughs> the whole horse thing. Um, that entire sequence of him having the potion. And yeah. That is just gold, I think. He's... You know what? Mike uh, my, my, my is just good. A Shrek, yeah, right? Yeah, and he's still doing his Austin Powers two voice. Yeah, mm. and like Antonio Banderas is great at Puss in Boots. However, I still think Eddie Murphy probably still is he the show. He's a bit of a show stealer. Yeah. this, I think, especially at the dinner table where they're all like, "Oh, Fiona, Fiona, the Queen, and Donkey, Donkey." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's just oh, it's really good fun. Really is. Um, it's 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 very consistent with his laughs, his entertainment. And it's. I think it, I think this time this time they, there's more to do in the first film. The yes. first one was very cut and dry for me in retrospect, but with mm. this one it's a lot more of a creative story. It doesn't just make fun of make fun of all oh, this happens in fairy tales, but this this is happening now, blah, 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 kind of thing. But this actually tries to do something a bit different. Yeah. Which I which I commend it for, and. The basic roundabout plot is that the the king and queen are back in town, and there's that great that great joke that I still laugh at every time. It's when those soldiers appear. The, ha- the Shrek. I know exactly what you're going to say because I'm they're playing like, yeah. the trumpet and that yeah. one guy does that one guy does Hawaii Five O. Yeah. Because I only know that because of the memes. <laughs> I only laugh at that now because of the memes, and they have the guy play Careless Whisper, or they have him play, or they have him play like. 
they'll have him play like Trump's like, t- trumpet music, <laughs> like sax guy or something like that, you know. What, like Baker Street? Like, yeah, they have him play Baker Street. Yeah, they do. They have him play, um, instead of Hawaii Five-0, they'll have that guy play, like, yeah, like Baker Street or something like that, or any music with like saxophone yeah. in it. <laughs> And they'll slow it down so Lucky's going with the saxophone. Oh, it's great. And the guy goes, en- Enough, Reggie. <laughs> it's, oh, it's great. Um, that's such a good this is the, These are really are sort of. They're very timeless in a way. Yeah. And like, the jokes still land because it's. I know there's a couple of things that seem a bit dated. Yeah. But, uh, because it's 2004. Yes. But the jokes, m- more so than not, do still land. Yeah, the other thing with this film is, I know in like the first one you still got some of the characters that are in it, but like the side characters that aren't part of the main three, so who aren't Donkey, who aren't Puss in Boots, who aren't Shrek, who aren't Fiona, main four, like you get like uh, Gingerbread Man and you get like uh, the Pinocchio, they all have, for me anyway, are better in this film, way better in this film than they were in the first they're, one. They're more expanded roles, haven't they? Exactly, and it's, it's way better. And mm. I feel like the characters have been given more. Yeah, more of a more oomph. Yeah, more 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 to do, definitely. Exactly. There's the big the big bag wolf who's going around in granny's clothes. I loved I loved the part where Prince Charming's got to Fiona's castle and he opens the curtain. He's like, Princess Fiona? He's like, No, she's on her honeymoon. Yeah, it's <laughs> the wolf's there instead. Yeah, Just reading a magazine. <laughs> and and far, far away is this like LA pastiche. Yeah. I found that was really incredibly funny. <laughs> Not just for the satire, but because, like, when you look at how sort of LA is structured and everything's very, um, they go down Hollywood Boulevard and stuff like that. Yeah. And it's shot like it's shot like it's an LA film. Yeah. Like it's a Hangover or something, you know. It's shot like an LA film. Like donkeys with the palm trees, and he's like, oh, and everyone they do those shots of like awe and wonder that they do in every film when yeah. they go to LA. <laughs> They do those shots of one window where they're looking at like I don't know, like a Starbucks or like a. Um, there's a really funny joke where they, where they change the shops into like fantasy like shops. Mm. And the Starbucks has got a funny logo and the shop about archery and stuff like that. Uh, it's 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 very uh, it's very on brand for what Shrek do definitely. Which is which is take a, a a real life thing and turn it into a fantasy. Even the co- even the the sequence where donkey a donkey is a horse and Shrek is a man yes. roll into the city to try and find Fiona. They get arrested by the knights and they do a cop a cops parody, but yeah. it's called knights or something like <laughs> that. And instead of using pepper spray, they just have a pepper grinder. <laughs> they have a pepper grinder and they just grind pepper into Shrek's face. Yeah, I mean, I've... I thought that was incredibly funny because yeah, that's obviously they wouldn't have that kind of thing. I mean, so... yeah, but this is also I, f- I forgot it says it in my notes, but I forgot about it. This is the part where Handsome Shrek becomes a thing. Handsome, yes, and they based Handsome Shrek off the look of Mike Myers. So, I mean, it's I... yeah, because he's he's human now. He's essentially just in the re- reverse Fiona. Yeah, exactly, exactly. He's a human man, and the plan of Fairy Godmother's plan is to. Give Fiona this, uh, give this potion. Mm. So if you fall in love with the first man that she kisses, and it wants it to be Prince Prince yes. Charming. So, but now we have the King and the Queen, who are played by um, two quite respected uh, English act- English actors and uh, actress. Uh, we've got John Cleese as the King, 
Yeah. I, I initially didn't even know it was John Cleese. No, I didn't either. Which is, I didn't either. I thought he's. I don't know whether he's disguising his voice or I just. I just haven't haven't heard the voice of John Cleese in a while. But I was initially thinking, I wonder who that is doing the king. Yeah. I bet it's someone I know. And yes, it was. It, it was John Cleese. And then Julie Andrews, who does the um, the queen. So and she's great as well. I mean, I'm, I like you, Julie Andrews. So. Yeah, I mean, it's the cast in this film is it's really good. Yeah, so some of it a, does yeah. depend on what version you're watching. Because if I'm not mistaken, you can correct me if I'm wrong. I thought I mentioned this in the last one, maybe. Uh, the the ugly stepsister is in the mm-hmm. American one, I believe, is Larry King. In the English one, I'm pretty sure it's Jonathan Ross. Right. Um, I'm fairly yeah, certain I think, it's yeah, Jonathan Ross. I think that's true, actually. I think that's true, actually. I think in the US version, it is Larry King. But in the English <laughs> version, it's... That reminds me of Cars. Yeah. Do you know, um, you know what I'm going to talk about now? Uh, possibly, I think. Martin McQueen's, like, agent is voiced by Jeremy Clarkson. Yeah. In the UK version. But in the US version, it's done by some... Well, I think it's Jeremy Piven or someone like that. Yeah. Um, some some other actor. But yeah, in the UK version, it's Jeremy Clarkson. I always thought that was really funny. <laughs> <laughs> I always imagined it wasn't actually a car, it was just Jeremy Clarkson. Yeah. It was just Jeremy Clarkson from Top Gear, you know. Tonight, Hammond stares at a wall, <laughs> eyeing to banana, and James wears a hat. That kind of thing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Lightning McQueen, in, Lightning McQueen crashes in a race. That's <laughs> exactly. Um, I'm sure when you were listening to this, uh, I'm sure when you decided to queue up the real show, listen to it, you weren't expecting my impression of Jeremy Clarkson. No, I, no, I don't think anyone was. I wasn't expecting it. No, exactly. Um, so let's actually talk about Shrek because that's what we're here to talk about. Yes. Um, Shrek Two. Did you find there was a there was an improvement in animation? Because I did. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Mm. Um, I don't know if it was just the style. They look a lot. So, sorry to interrupt. It's fine. They look a lot more like. They look a lot more less like blocks now, don't they? Yeah, but like, part of it was just looks wise, and it looked better. But I think also just the way. I don't know if it's the same animators doing. I would assume it probably was. Yeah. But but the way it, it's just more fun. It just looks more fun. It just looks mm. different it's and brighter. Better. Exactly. Yeah. It's, Things have more de- depth, more detail. Things that look like you know PS3 cuts, PS2 cutscenes yes. now, where Donkey and Shrek are on a wobbly bridge and the lava looks like <laughs> custard. That kind of, that kind of thing. Everything looks a lot more. I don't want to say looks a lot more real, but looks a lot more like there's actual like there's an animation style, and it's yeah. not just Shrek doesn't look like a big green blob, and Donkey looks like a looks like a you know, eight bit grey cut cutout kind of thing. Everything looks like it's supposed to look. Which is yeah, exactly. I know a small compliment, but it means a lot to the actual style of the film. But no yeah, an- animation's definitely definitely but to be fair, I think overall, um and I think you'll agree, overall Shrek two, in my opinion, is better than the first one. Oh that, oh yeah. By hundred percent. Yeah. Massively. It's gonna. I don't know what we. I don't know what we rated the original. Shrek, I've got. I've got. I've got the ratings for Shrek One from both of us. Oh really? Yes. You, really? Okay. I wonder if this would be higher then. Don't tell me. Don't tell me what they are. I'll. I'll, I'll tell you when we get to the end. When we, when we give All our. All right. Okay. Our don't reviews. tell me what they are yet. Yeah. So. Um, that'll be interesting actually to find out. Um, it'll be interesting to find out uh, what gets. Uh, if we're higher or if we're lower. So who knows. Well, you know, but yeah, I, 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 I know my yeah exactly. <laughs> oh, you know yours? Do you know mine? 
No, no, I know both are real ratings, but obviously I know what I'm going to give it, so I know if mine's higher or not. Yeah, exactly, okay. Well, I'd, we'll see if mine's higher. So, um, for Shrek 2, let's get on to some of the songs. Because yes. obviously a big part of Shrek is the music. It's they're, the music, they're exactly. Musicals. So, they're practically musicals as they are. So, let's go on to some of the songs. Obviously, the biggest is like the the, the climax song. It's mm. I Need a Hero. Yes. Everyone remembers that. Um I'd probably say that's the best song in it because not only does it add to the story, it doesn't feel like it's a bit useless. Like they play Funky Town when they enter yeah, they do. far, far away. <laughs> and I thought, yeah, sure, it, it connects to the it connects to the connects to the story. But I thought they were just using an excuse to play Funky Town. Whereas, whereas I Need a Hero really connects to the story, where there's the big climax coming on, there's the massive, massive gingerbread <laughs> exactly. man, sort of God, Godzilla, King Kong over the bridge. And then Shrek's running through the castle. He's going Fiona, you know. Um, and he's, he's like trying to tackle guards and stuff like that, and running and trying to run to get to her. And Shrek's and I said Shrek. And <laughs> Fiona's like Shrek, where are you? Kind of thing. Um, that's what they're going on with, and it really adds the tension and it adds the action. And I think it's the best song in the film. It's up there. Probably is the best. Yeah. Story-wise, it's the best one. I mean, obviously, you have you have other ones. You've you've got your living in Vidaloka, which oh yeah, oh yeah, that's at the end as well. That's a great end. finished song. But uh, you know, there's a lot of um, there's a lot of sort of party tunes in this, isn't there? I mean, it's very yeah, it's very uh, also you can dance along to Shrek too. Poor like poor dog. There was a part in living in Vid- as as we watching it. The whole clips on like YouTube. You can watch it for free. Uh, there's, there's a part in that, the dog, that, that dog gets murdered. Yeah, where Shrek just jumps and like decides to do a stage dive, and the dog's just there. The dog, like that dog. <laughs> I'm sorry, that poor dog gets squashed. Yeah, there's a lot of some of the violence in this film. It's there's one bit where like someone gets evaporated or something like that. Yeah. I think the fairy godmother does. She gets completely evaporated. I think so. And yeah, that dog is squashed. So. I don't know, but it's, car- it's cartoon violence. Exactly. But it's it's brutal mean, when you think about it. Like another... all, those, all, those poor, all those poor elves working in, or whoever they are, elves, goblins, True. working in um, working in Fairy Godmother's Potion Factory, they all get turned into birds. What are they going to live like now? I mean, All their lives have been ruined. That's a good they, point. Probably, they probably all had nine-to-five jobs. They probably all had wives and, wives and husbands and children at home. They had a mortgage. They had, you know, finances they had to pay. Probably some of them were about a couple of days away from retirement. Shrek and his buddies roll in, and now they all turn to birds. What are you going to do? <laughs> Those guys had lives, you know? Those people had lives. True. I mean, Trying like... to make an honest living, you know? Not everyone is evil. Some people are just some people are just trying to make a living. Some of those guys, some of those elves trying to work a living in the, in the potion factory, you know, nine to five, cutting, clocking in. Clocking out, and now what they're going to do? Live life as a bird. R- r- the Shrek, just more like you know, life destroying Shrek. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, as as far as songs go, as far as go, I mean, also, uh, this was my first introduction when I was younger uh, to Live and Let Die. Oh, that's the next one. Which is oh, is it, is it the next one? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, save that point. <laughs> I'll note that down. Yeah, it's Shrek 3 where he's living and die. We're not doing that yet. That's next week. 
Okay, let's make a point. Uh, there we go. But no, it le- it does bring us on to the king, John Cleese. Yes. King, um, who is uh, turned into a frog at the end of the film? He is. Because you know, he's turned fairy into tales. a frog. And <laughs> I think, which is actually referenced, because isn't doesn't at the start of the film we see a a, a lady frog at the bar? <sighs> yeah. I think yes. so. When he goes to. Um, when when the king goes to the poison apple, the sort of shady bar, mm. um, to meet up with Puss in Boots, there's like a there's a frog next to him with lipstick on or something. I think you yes yeah there is yeah a little reference to what happens to him at the end, and then we get him talking to Puss in Boots, which is just great. I love that scene where he goes into the dark room and puts you in his eyes, and there he's like, I will take care of this ogre <laughs> and. He cuts the 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 coin bag, and but they still play with the fact that yeah, Puss Boots is still a cat. He has yes. that cute cat face to everybody. Yes, and um, he jumps out of his little boots, and it's just it's just really cool. I'm I'm really impressed by that character, and I think we might end up doing the Puss in Boots film itself. I know he did, he got he got he got a spin off, didn't he? He did, yeah. He got his own film with Humpty with Humpty Dumpty. Well, yeah. It, I remember Humpty Dumpty being terrifying, but yes. Oh, Humpty Dumpty's in it. <laughs> Terrified by Humpty Dumpty. I think that's a topic we might have to get into later. I, I, but... I'm telling you, if you Google what he looks like in that film, I swear it's horrifying. Right, well, yeah, obviously some of your oppressed childhood memories are coming back for it. Yeah, um, exactly. So, we might get on to that. We might get on to Puss in Boots' own film. But as far as Shrek's film goes, do you think, actually, actually, mm-hmm. with the mention of Puss in Boots and his own film... Yes. Do you think that's entirely necessary? Do you think we need to like have a spin-off in the Shrek universe? We need to see more of the Shrek universe. The thing is, right... It's an interesting universe. Yeah, but the thing with Shrek is a lot of the people in it, like Pinocchio, like um, the princesses that I don't know if they are technically the ones from Disney, but essentially they are... Uh, <laughs> We yeah, know, they we, are, yeah. we know like, um we yeah we've got like, Cinderella yeah Snow White in Rapunzel. it and it's like like all that the 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 ugly stepsister we we already know their backstories because they're fairy tales so we kind of already know what they are mm-hmm. and I think the same goes with like Puss in Boots where it's like you can just search it up like it is there like we know what happens I don't know if it's necessary. But I'm, I'm not saying I'm yeah. against them doing it either. But it's like, yeah, it's like Pinocchio. We assume he gets made by Geppetto still, and he's a whatever. And yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's yeah. We know them because they're based on other stuff that already exist, and they're bringing them mm-hmm. in. And they reuse they reuse the Muffin Man joke, <laughs> which I'm still. <laughs> you know, do you know the Muffin Man? He goes the Muffin Man, the Muffin Man, the one that lives on Drury Lane. Yeah. <laughs> um, and they come in and they make that huge Muffin Man. Uh, not, not the huge muffin man, the huge gingerbread man. Yeah, the, the huge muffin man. What we do. The huge muffin man. He <laughs> multiplies himself. He takes a potion. He grows. He goes to two hundred this size. Yeah. And then he's huge muffin man going to attack. You know, actually, I think a huge man would be much scarier than a huge gingerbread man. Yeah. Probably. Because what do you do? What do you do against a huge gingerbread man? He, they like hit him with like what milk. Yeah, well, I always thought that was water when I was a child. What actually happens? Because we see him singing to "I Need a Hero" still when he's like in the water. Is he like? Is he just is down he there forever now? in that water now? Yeah, exactly. He's gonna live in that moat. <laughs> is he just? Is he down there? Is he like? He what's, drown. 
exactly what's happening to him? He doesn't even breathe. He's a gingerbread man. Is there like a crane or something? Can I lift him out? What's going on? <laughs> Is there a crane? Is well, exactly. He doesn't really need to live. He's yeah. like a. He doesn't need to breathe. He doesn't need to. You know, gin, gingerbread man's act, act like his big his big gingerbread man's drowning. But I think like he's fine at the end. He just loses his arms and he's in the water. Yeah. I thought they hit him with water. I was like, right, they fire that big <laughs> at him. And then they hit his, his gumdrop button. And he goes, not the gumdrop buttons! Yeah, again. <laughs> and they hit him, and then the, he fires a gumdrop button back at them, a flaming gumdrop button. Yeah. And and then they hit him with, like, milk, I assume? It was water. I thought it was water when I was a kid. No, l- looking. I don't. I can try to. They pour milk, milk on him, and he's like, oh. Yeah, it's, it's, it's milk. It's hot milk. Oh, hot milk. Apparently, I think they must have been attacked by a demon man before. They know exactly how to counter him. But yeah, yeah, looks like back, he's like, "Oh, the big uh, the, the iron giant moment where he was big, <laughs> and then and then they have to run, and they have to run off." Um, that's a great. I love that. That's a great. It's a small moment. It is. But in terms of the film, I thought that I thought that sequence I said was much longer than it did. So do I. That's that's the one also, thing that I think most is- people remember when they think of Rag. Yeah, when Trinker Shrek 2, yeah, the big gingerbread man sequence is definitely one. But this film is quite... It's honestly short. Yes. And I say honestly short because if it had gone any longer, I would have gotten tired of it. Yes. Shrek is very flash in the pan. It's very, here's loads of exciting fun things, and here's a fun, exciting plot, and da-da-da, and funny laughs, and don't care. And then by the time it's over, it's, oh, all right, okay, carry on. Yeah. Oh, all right. Decent half, decent, you know, hour and a half. It's, it's 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 a good length. I like the length of the films. It's it it, it needed to be that length. As, yes. I, as I said, if it if it was any longer than an hour and a half, then again, yes, it's an animated film, but and it has a pretty much celebrity cast. But yeah. other than that, it's it doesn't need to be any longer than it is, and that's fine. The length is just perfect. I like yeah, I like it. I think it's good. It's. It takes the fantasy stuff of the first one and expands it and makes it better. Like the the castle siege in the first one where we're trying to get Fiona and the dragons there. And then you have the castle siege in the second one with a giant gingerbread man. It's just better. It just takes the first one and just kind of, okay, that works. Let's just buff and make it bigger. Yeah, it elevates it definitely. Exactly. Would you like some trivia? If you have some. Which it's I, big time which I assume time. you would did. You like, would you like? It's our new segment, Big Time Trivia Time. Would Is you it? like some trivia? You know what? Why not? Go on, hit, hit us with some trivia. Okay. Originally, the drag dragon does not appear in this film. It doesn't now. But originally, dragon was supposed to appear in this film, accompanying donkey, mm. and she was to have a major role and actually turned into a Pegasus when taking the potion. Okay. However, um, due to animation cost, she was removed. Makes sense. So, and and we mentioned the giant gingerbread man. Yep. Uh, who acts as a name? His name is Mongo, according to this. Okay. Um, giant gingerbread man Mongo. Uh, when he's hit by the flaming uh, catapult ball. Yes. Uh, the, the big the big catapult. Uh, the cannonball. Um, the roar is the original is the same uh, exact soundbite of the original roar from Godzilla. So. The, the nice. Toho the Toho Godzilla nineteen sixties Godzilla who makes the same noise. Yeah. Nice. And oh, you got more. Yes, I have got more. Oh, got when more. Shrek um, 
awakes in the bar in the barn as a human, obviously surrounded by those three women. One of them introduced herself as Jill, uh, as in Jack and Jill. Yes, that was a, that was a fun one there. Um, so this is this is actually scored the biggest opening ever for an animated movie. It popped Finding Nemo in two thousand three uh, with a if you want to guess, uh, don't guess. Seventy, uh, seventy million dollars opening. So. Is that still, or is that at the time? Well, I assume it's probably I, been beaten. I now. don't think it's. I, don't, I think it's probably been top minor. Yeah. Puss in Boots was originally going to be English character, instead of taking Antonio Banderas. Before they cast Antonio Banderas, he was originally going to be like an English sort of knight. But then they felt that he was too similar to Lord Farquaad from, from the first Shrek. Nice. As you know, being a short man with a sword. Short cat by the sword, so instead they changed it to be the Zorro like pussy yes. boots, which actually I think made more sense. Yeah, it does make way more sense. So, and yeah, as I, as I said before, the human form of Shrek resembles Mike Myers. Yes. And then um, when Shrek, Donkey, and Puss in Boots uh, enter the Fairy Godmother's factory, Donkey calls it uh, the old Keebler place, which is a reference to the Keebler elves. Nice. So, and it's actually the highest-grossing movie of 2004. Okay, did well for itself. Didn't know that. But the biggest question is, and I know you're asking the biggest question, listener. What is our real rating? Yes. So I will let you go first, Corey. Okay. So uh, I'm not going to reveal both of our old our Shrek one ones until we've said them first. So my Shrek mm-hmm. two rating uh, is going to be an eight out of ten. That's what I'm giving it. 8 out of 10. Right. And I will give Shrek 2... Uh, I'm going to bring it up to an 8.5. Okay. This is... This is the interesting part. Right, so, okay, okay. Break the tension. I gave Shrek 1 a 7. Right, okay. So I, I've, given, I've given Shrek 2 one higher. You gave Shrek 1... A 7.5. So you've also given Ooh. Shrek 2 one higher. <laughs> We've both gone one higher. Actually, I was going to go 9. I was going 9. I thought, I thought if you go anywhere, if you go 8 or 9, I'll go 9. But since you went 8, I was like, right, I'll go 8.5 yeah. just to make it, just to give it that extra boost. So yeah, <laughs> Shrek 2, it's a great animated film, good length, it's a good time all round. Yes. So if you haven't seen it, go out and watch it, obviously. But you know, I think Shrek 2 is one of those animated films you really have to see. Yeah, this it's is one of those really defining animated films of the two thousands. Yeah, and this is the this is the which is gonna be great for review of the awards. This is the peak of, of Shrek. This is the Oh yes, best yeah, of the best. Shrek will not get better than this. It won't. Shrek, Shrek will not get better than this. So I think eight point five might be the highest rating a Shrek yeah. film is gonna get, since we're also doing the next two, like before the end of the month. So it's it's always good when you're like this is a peak and we've got two more films to review afterwards. Yeah, that, uh, three with Puss in Boots. <laughs> yeah, true. So if we end up doing it, we might even do the musical. Why not? <laughs> we've not done that before. Oh yeah, speaking of the musical, uh, also could probably good for to mention that Shrek Two had Simon Cowell in it. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah, you mentioned this last last time. Yeah. You mentioned when we reviewed Shrek One, you thought Simon Cowell was in this one, but you know he's in Shrek it's the second Two. One. What does Simon Cowell do in Shrek Two? <laughs> Simon Cowell is a judge for Far Far Away Idol. Right. Okay. <laughs> Which so, is, of course it's. Yeah. If yeah, if you had the DVD, you get some bonus features, and you can pick who you want to sing. Every every character will sing songs, including Simon Cowell himself. Oh well, uh, really? Yeah. 
Oh, wasn't that something? Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, he, he isn't a person you can pick, but if you pick someone, it ends up with Sam and Cowell singing. Oh, fair enough. Um, yeah. Now, obviously, well, Weekly Wreck, we have to pick something that's at least connected, right? Yes. And I've gone with the actor John, John Cleese, plays the king. You know what it's going to be. It's a Monty Python film. Yep. It is The Meaning of Life. Interesting choice. Thank you. Um, now I know you're a big, I know you're a bit of a fan, Monty Python. Corey. I am, I am. Holy Grail yes. is my favourite. Um, well, I, oh, well, I, Life of Brian is my favourite. Oh, um, I am a big fan of Holy Grail as well. Um, but this is uh, the meaning of life, and obviously you've got all the Pythons: Graham Chapman, John Cleese, uh, Eric Idle, mm. uh, Michael Palin, Terry Jones. Uh, everyone's back in this. Um, Terry Gilliam even shows up for a bit. It's the meaning of life is is I think it's close to a flying circus in a film as you can get. Yes. It's very sketchy. It's they're all multi rolling. It's very close to um, flying circus, which is great. And flying circus is absolutely fantastic. Um, and the meaning of life is as well. So it's. It's basically it. It takes you through a life. It goes through life in all of its stages. In Python's very unique, very silly way of comedy, where the there's a uh, a sort of a normal man and a strange man, but it turns out the normal man is stranger than the strange man. That's the way. That, that's the way. Is um, yes. The best Python. That's this is an excuse to talk about Python. What is your favourite Python sketch? Come on. What favorite sketch? You have like, no, not, not your favorite. What is uh, what is a favorite? Oh wait, so it's going to sketch or like something from a film? Sketch, come on, sketch. Oh. Silly, silly walks. What is, what is it? Argument, the argument clinic. To be fair, silly walks is up there. I, yeah. I will give you that. The, my favorite thing of the Python sort of ethos, which is there's a strange man, the normal man and the strange man. Turns out yeah. the normal man is strange and the strange man is the the lumberjack song. But the guy comes in about his dead parrot in his cage. Yeah. Goes, no, okay, this parrot right. is deceased. We've got John Cleese. This parrot is an ex-parrot. And it turns out the man behind the desk <laughs> doesn't want to be. Yeah. He says, I never want to own a pet shop. I want to be a lumberjack. <laughs> he puts a hat on. He puts a hat on and starts walking into the forest. And he starts singing about being a lumberjack and being a crossdresser. Yeah. It's, it's... I think it's a, a, a outrageously fun. Um, because it proves that entire thing. It proves that yeah, the guy comes in about his dead parrot. The sketch, the sketch begins with a man coming in about his dead parrot and being concerned that he's sold in this parrot and it's dead. And then it ends with the shop owner wearing wearing like lederhosen yeah. and like a, a one of one of those fluffy hats with an axe, singing with like the Canadian guard in the background, singing about becoming um, becoming a lumberjack and. It's it's just it's just hilarity, and it's exactly what the Pythons do best. So, but I digress. The meaning of life. Nine point five reels. Okay. It's a Python film. Yeah. You've got to give it high. It's always good. It's off the back of Flying Circus and every, and everything great that the Pythons do. You can never go wrong with a Monty Python film. I think. True. Very true. So there we are. Uh, Monty Python: Meaning of Life. Uh, to end this episode, your weekly rec gets 9.5 reels. I would give it 10, 
But I think when we review Python films, we'll bring, we'll go on to it anyway because we've got yes. to have a, like a Python month, haven't we? Yeah. And to end this uh, episode, we're going to bring you. Uh, there's a David Bowie song in the film. Changes. We've already played it, I think. Yes. So instead, we're going to play the Gene Genie, 1972. Good, for, good for the heart, good for the soul. Bit of Bowie. Everyone loves it. So it's a goodbye from me. Goodbye, and a goodbye from Corey. Goodbye.